previously on Pace. Jackson stands there for a minute, awkwardly wondering if he should have invited Mike over for dinner. Okay, uh, you know, see you, Cubby. Thank you. I would really like to know how Jackson's uh, not date went with his neighbor, Mike. He was in bed when Mike showed up. Oh uh, yeah, my name's John, and I like put my hand out to shake it. John, I wanted you to have these. I think in exchange for all your help, these were my husband's, and I think he would he would want you to have them for helping out. I'm so glad you see it that way, Father. Uh, I wrote this sermon <laughs> for you. He is. ZKL working for Grey? Uh, yeah, Lily's going to send that as a report. Okay, um, so we're picking up again as you folks are on your way back from uh, where you found Clearwater, the, the place you found Clearwater, um, heading back to uh, Canos. Um, you've, you, you decided to wrap up by visiting the final few places that were on your assigned list of places to visit. There was nothing of note there. And so you headed back to Canos. Um, let's jump forward a bit. Uh, it's, it's the next day. You guys have a weekend, of course, as you do between every uh, set of missions. I think the main thing that we want to do this weekend is finally get to this, uh, the big plot, the main plot, or that all of this has been a B story too. Mm-hmm. Jackson's dinner with Mike. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so, uh, is this happening on Saturday or Sunday night, Jackson? Do you remember which was planned? Oh shit! Uh, Kipos, did we write this down? Yeah, I'm just checking now. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't see the word dinner in the session two notes. Oh, God. I mean, you know, to pull the veil apart of it, it's been like about a month since we last played. So (laughs) Elliot has forgotten. But I like to think Jackson didn't. All right. Jackson knows what day the dinner is on. Let's say it's on Saturday, shall we? Um, so wait that uh, sounded suspiciously like you didn't know which day the dinner was on either no i didn't have a planned dinner <laughs> I, I was aiming to ask which day it was on, oh, not, okay. not do a pop quiz for <laughs> elliot but whatever it worked out um okay i got the impression that we we had made that decision last session um no, we haven't so uh let's say we're a uh, few hours before the dinner mike is planning to show up in a few hours jackson what do you do um so Jackson still feels like real bad because he like forgot the last one. Um, so this time he's kind of overcompensating, um, like real serious. So he like he's actually like set up his dinner table with like a, a tablecloth that he still like that he bought for this. Like it's got the it's got the tag coming off. Um, got out of like the fancy cutlery. Uh, and all that, and and he's he's cooking like this massive like four course meal, or whatever. So we're so, going. So it's a big dinner. Yeah, yeah. He he's like he's overcompensating hard for missing the last one. Uh, so for a few hours before, he's probably in the midst of cooking this absolutely epic meal. He has no right to be like he's not good enough to be cooking complicated big meals like this. So it's mm-hmm. I don't know how well it's going, but he's trying. Well, let's find out how well it's going, shall we? I think we'll call it an artistry role. That seems appropriate to me. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Uh, that is a three. 
Okay, so it's actually going relatively well, I would say, then. Um, cool. Okay. Uh, so, you know, let's say six six 6.30 rolls around, and you hear a knock at the front door. Oh, I, I answer? <laughs> Please. This is going to be a fully in-character dinner, Elliot. <laughs> so instead of saying, I answer, I want you to answer the door. Um, well, I open the door, but he doesn't say anything first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you open the door, you see Mike, he is standing there in a uh, pair of jeans, slightly worn pair of jeans, and a shirt, um, a like a button-down shirt. Hi, I, Jackson. So Jackson has, as I said, overcompensated, he's fully suited up. Like he's... Oh, God. Like, like you know, not, in black, a suit, you're not black tie, but okay. like, you know, one step below. Um, uh, oh, uh, uh, hi, Mike, uh, come on in. Hi, Jackson. Are we expecting more people? Um. Uh. No. No. Sorry. I just. Um. You know. I wanted. I wanted to make sure you. You, you know. There are options. There, there's good stuff to eat. Right. Wait. You know. You, I. I didn't want to cook something and you didn't like it. Right. Sure. And he kind of gets a bit of a small smile as you shepherd him in. Um. What happens first? Do you shepherd him immediately to the dinner table? Are you guys having some drinks beforehand? What's the plan for the evening? Uh, no, yeah, he gets he gets sent right to the table and poured like a very big glass of like nice wine that Jackson had ready. He's clearly like like run through this in his head a bunch, mm-hmm. um, and he's just like sort of entered autopilot mode and is like doing it. So I want to get a bit more info on this because Mike is, I think, in his head starting to think that this might be a date without him realizing. Um, What's the decor of the room like? Like, are there <laughs> candles around? Is there anything else that would add to or dissuade him from that notion? Um, I'd say there's maybe like a bit of low lighting, but that's not actually one of the intentional things on Jackson's part. He just leaves right. like, like, you know, he's the kind of nerd who doesn't get out much and he has the lights a little bit low anyway. Uh, but it is mm. just like the ceiling lights. Um, I don't know, you know, if those are neon or whatever in the future. But... Okay. Just yeah, regular lights. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, Mike sits down and he he starts looking over the feast that you've prepared. Oh wow, Jackson, this looks wonderful. This looks delicious. I, I you didn't need to go all this effort just for me. Oh no, man, it's fine. I I fucked up last time. Like this is this is me. You know, I this is me doing it proper. Wow, it's a a real feast. Um, so how are you? How's how's work? I mean, you know, like work is work is fine. Uh, you know, the last the last week was sort of pretty stressful, and um, he sort of subconsciously puts his hand over his fucking bullet wound that I remember mm-hmm. he got. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's like, yeah, well, uh, you know, I we didn't. I don't think we quite finished uh, everything we needed to, so I'll probably be making up for that next week. But uh. Well, you know, it's um, you know, I, I, it's my job. Fair enough. Well, I hope it's. I hope that heals up soon. Um, what about like, what? What about you? Um, I'm gonna take a pause here. You guys are kind of chit chatting, making nice chit chat. We'll come back to this in a moment. I want to cut away to a interim scene. Uh, Lily asleep. Mm-hmm early in bed, uh, only 7 or 7.30, but it's been a tiring week. Um, 
you're asleep and you have a dream, Lily. You have a dream. Mm -hmm. Lily, you find yourself back in Clearwater, sitting in the church. Father Turner is there and he's delivering a sermon, preaching the gospel of ZKL. And you have this sense that something is wrong. Um, You look down, you look around, and sitting in your lap, you see a figurine of Athena, one of the ones that you have set up at your temple, this kind of statue to uh, fertility slash womanhood. Um, Mm. You look down at it, and around you, as you look down, Father Turner continues to praise praise Zedkiel, and the congregation around you is beginning to chant Zedkiel's name. You look down at this feminine figure, and you're not, you don't quite recognize it. You feel like you should know it from another life, but you don't quite recognize it. Uh, before you look up and look around at the townsfolk, um, a tear starting to form in your eye before you quickly wipe it away and start chanting Zedkiel's name. Praise, Praise Zedkiel. Zedkiel. And then you wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> Spooky. Okay. Does uh, Lily do anything in response? you try and get back to sleep? Um, no, I think I think she's going to, you know, like th- that's her uh, that's her signal that it's time to wake up. And she's going to wake up and she's going to pray for a bit and then make sure her space in her house is in order. Mm. And she's going to kind of take this as a sign that she needs to go harder on the, uh, on the Athena stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So she's going to duck down to space bunnings to grab some paint and stuff. And she's going to head into work uh, to find that uh, room, you know, the secret room. Um, Okay. And she's going to try and spruce it up a little. So it's it's early in the morning at this point, maybe like mm-hmm. three or four a.m. Oh, uh, but you know, you go to a twenty-four hour uh, space <laughs> bunnings, and you your, your access card to the station. The station's open twenty-four hours. Obviously, it's just kind of skeleton crew throughout the night. But um, yeah, you head in and and uh, and kind of get into this secret little area and start uh, putting Athena-related things around, painting some uh, sigils and and insignias mm-hmm. and stuff. And also just tidying it because it seemed a bit dodgy last time. Um, and she yes. would like to make sure that she gets a space snag uh, at Space Bunnings. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's jump back to this dinner, shall we? Um, so you just asked Mike about his how his work is going. Well, I'm retired, Jackson, obviously. Um, but it was fine. And I'm finding time to feel... It's, you know, now that the family's all doing their own thing and my daughter has her own family, it's, uh, it's quiet. It's quiet around for sure. It can really, sometimes the quiet can, can be really loud, you know? Um, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't have much of that. I kind of have the opposite problem, but uh, yeah, sure. no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this food, I mean, it looks delicious. And he kind of starts picking at the food in front of him. What are these? So how many? You said there were like three or four dishes? Uh, yeah. Um, God, I didn't think what they were going to be. And you're going to put me on the spot now, aren't of you? Of course I am. <laughs> what has Jackson prepared for this feast? Well, so the the opening course that he will be heavily encouraged to be picking from if he isn't already is like, uh, you know, like an anti pasto cheese platter mm-hmm. with, with meats, with meats and all that. So that's what's, yep. that's what would be sitting on the table right now. Yeah. So definitely he's, uh, he's cut himself a piece of cheese. Jackson, would you like me to cut you a cheese biscuit? 
Oh, sure. Yeah. And he cuts you on and hands it over to you. I really appreciate you inviting me over. It's nice. I'm, I don't find that I have that many friends around, uh, anymore. (laughs) He says with a bit of a sad look in his eye. Oh man. Um, you know, sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, I, I mean, I, I know how you feel. Do you have any hobbies or anything? Like, what, what else are you sort of up to? It could be a great way to meet people. I tinker around with things. Um, I, I have a habit of. Uh, I sometimes find old electronics that I tinker around with, uh, repairing them. Usually, things from the past. Often, um, yeah, stuff like that. You know how it is. Yeah, what sort of tinkering? Like, what do you what do you do to them? Well, usually I find these old electronics that don't quite work right anymore, and I try and um, make them work. I try and get them ship shape, you know, fix it. I'm a fixer, <laughs> I guess you would say. Oh, cool! Like, uh, like so, what sort of stuff have you worked on recently? Well, I found this old like a transmission device that used to send and receive signals like uh, radio waves, essentially. Um, I'm not sure what it used to be used for, but presumably some sort of communication. And I'm trying to hook it up and uh, get it working so that I can send radio signals and, and, you know, send it kind of like a primitive walkie talkie, I guess. Cool. Cool. That's Um, my current project. Although it's, I'm having, I am having some trouble with it. Can Jackson quickly flick his sight on? Mm-hmm. As, uh, what, uh, what does Mike look in the sight? What does Mike look like in the sight? Okay, so uh, I'm, I can't remember how much we've described Mike uh, before now, so I, I'll just give you a bit of a description of him. He's, he's fairly elderly. I think he's in his, like, 80s or 90s. Um, he is a... Uh, human man <laughs> he is obviously um, he is uh, best plot twist ever would have been for you to reveal that he wasn't <laughs> you turn on your site and you see these tentacles seeping out of you know, um, seems like a fairly standard guy um, you see not that much is different to him he has this I mean usually with your site you can determine you know, how aware of the practice somebody is, you know, how, how, yeah. if there's anything strange going on with something like their connections or their aura. Um, Mike definitely isn't just a, a regular person. Uh, you, you don't get the sense you're unsure if he's like just been kind of touched by some practice or if he like used to be a very active practitioner has kind of retired from it a bit or what, uh, you're not quite sure, but he's definitely not just an unaware, innocent kind of vibe. Um, You looking over him, you see a lot of withered connections, connections coming out from him that have just kind of fallen away. Um, Almost like, uh, (laughs) like ropes with very frayed edges that get quite thin and some snap, some are still, you know, struggling along with this very thin thread that that looks almost sickly, uh, but some have completely been snapped off. Um, You get this kind of sense of, strong sense of loneliness from him. Um, 
a a kind of dark patch uh, over his uh, heart that you see, and another dark patch kind of lower down just over his left hip. Um, and that's what you see. Okay. And and so so to be clear, you said not not properly aware. I got a bit confused by the phrase. So there. he's definitely not innocent. Um, yeah. Okay. He's you. You're so you know you can sense that he that somehow he is involved with the practice, whether that's being like touched by something powerful or uh, even just like a practitioner that hasn't practiced in a long time. You can't. You're not really sure, but something like that. Mm, okay. I'm trying to figure out if Jackson has enough information then to start talking about the practice or not. I will leave that decision up to Jackson. <laughs> um, no, I don't. I don't think he he would. I think he's maybe a bit too cowardly, and worried that this guy's just unaware, and that that would be too much. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I I think he just goes to get the second course. Uh, okay, which is which is a pumpkin soup. While you're getting the pumpkin soup, let's jump to Roman, also asleep. Uh, and also having a dream, Roman. Oh, I'm having a dream. Okay. Roman, you are standing in this dream on the street outside your apartment. This is something that you sometimes do, people watching. Um, normally you would do it from like a cafe or something, but in this dream you're just standing on the street watching people as they walk past you. And there is a sea of faces that you don't recognize. Uh, suddenly you spot a familiar face. Uh, coming through this sea of people towards you. It's Jewel Whitaker, the farmer from Clearwater that you had a nice time with. Um, she is walking up the street and she's clearly looking around for something. You see her kind of poking her head into side alleys, uh, looking around street corners, looking around kind of wildly, a bit of a manic look in her eyes. I start waving at her frantically. You start waving at her. It seems to have no effect, but she is still moving towards you slowly. Um, she, as as her eyes pass over you, there is just no recognition. But she is still moving towards you as she's looking. Can I run up to her and try and like grab her arm or something? You run up to her and grab her arm, and she looks she looks at you surprised, and says, "Can I help you? Or I'm looking for somebody. Can you help me, maybe?" Oh, do you not remember me, Roman? Uh, no, but I'm looking for, I'm looking for somebody that I met. His name is John. Do you know him? John? I don't, I don't believe I know a John. (sighs) Okay. I think that's the fake name you gave, by the way. Oh. (laughs) I was like, I have obviously forgotten something from the (laughs) previous session. And then Roman thinks for a second and he's like, oh, I'm John. What's she saying reaction? She shakes her head. No, no. I'm looking for John. You're Roman. And shaking her head, she moves on. And you attempt to chase after her, but she's already lost in the sea of faces. And you wake up confused. Okay. That's very weird. I can only assume that this is some kind of bad omen for lying about my name. As Elliot has tried to suggest by kicking me under the table. And now I'm concerned that I can not lie in dreams, but maybe that's a discussion to have with Elliot later. But yeah, um, I'm going to assume that I should just stop lying about my name. <laughs> and that's why she was so confused about who I was. Um, all right, let's cut back to this pumpkin soup. 
Mike uh, sees you bringing in this pumpkin soup and smiles the widest that you've ever seen him smile in your entire life. I love pumpkin, Jackson. How did you know? Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't. I, I just, I, I like pumpkin. Hmm. Okay. That's interesting. To me, it's funny. You can live somebody next to somebody for all this time and never know that you both really like pumpkin, I guess. Um, hmm. Sorry, just excuse me for a second, Jackson, he says. And he gets up. Where's your bathroom? Um, I, I mean, I, I'm not familiar with the layout of Jackson's apartment. <laughs> but Jackson is, presumably. You point <laughs> yeah. Out, yeah. And he, he heads into the bathroom um, and you head off to start serving up the soup, I guess. Uh, but he's in there for a while. He's in there for like seven or eight minutes. Is that a long time? Longer. Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, it, it, okay, we've reached the point where Jackson goes and sort of quickly knocks on the door. It's like, hey, uh, Mike, everything all, all right in there? <coughs> uh, yeah, sorry. I'm fine, Jackson. Yes, I'll be out in a moment. My apologies. No, no, it's cool. Just making sure everything's all right. Um, okay, well, Jackson believes him and, and goes and sits back down next to the, the cooling soup. Um, and about 30 seconds later, uh, Mike comes out. Uh, you can see his forehead is wet, either with sweat or he's washed his face. And he sits down. Um, and he silently starts tucking into his pumpkin soup. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jackson's just going to sort of start awkwardly slurping up his own soup. Give us that sound effect. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, that was really that was good. Impressive. Um, the dinner has gone qu- quiet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, Mike was obviously making a fair number of attempts to initiate conversation, but has seems preoccupied. Yeah. Um. Hey, man do you do you have somewhere you need to be or anything? Because we can we can like reschedule the rest of this or something. Like, you know, you seem you seem like you've got somewhere you need to be or something. I maybe I do. Maybe I do. I'm sorry about this. Can we, I mean, let's not call it a reschedule. Let's just say we'll do this dinner again soon. Um, yeah, yeah, sure thing. Um, yeah. But just hold on a second. And he, he, he quickly rushes out of the door and goes into his apartment, um, leaving the door to your apartment open. Um, and after about 30 seconds, he comes back in and he's holding something and he holds out, uh, a key to you Jackson and he says now that we know each other a bit more I thought I don't know maybe this is too much but it might be nice to just have a neighbor who has a spare key in case of emergency or something and he kind of holds the key out to you oh uh, yeah uh Jackson takes the key and then this sort of bashfully like oh man like I I totally like return the favor or something but um I already I don't have any more spare key i gave my spare key to to my coworker, uh lily and i don't i don't have another one but i like you know if i did i i do you know no that's all right just hold on to that and you know it'll be good in case something happens i guess but this was nice um i'll let's do this again definitely yeah yeah um and mike heads back into his apartment This is the most suspicious shit ever.
And thus ends the weekend. Does anyone else have anything that they were hoping to do this weekend before we get back to work on the following Monday? Nope. No. No plans. All right. And with that, the weekend is over. You all head to sleep and wake up Monday morning uh, and you start to head into work. Um, who arrives at work first out of the three of you? Um, I think Jackson gets a lift with Lily from memory. Mm. Um, okay, so Jackson and Lily, you two arrive um, and you head into the building. Uh, at, at, kind of, you know, this is rote enough for, for you all now. You've worked there long enough that this is just a habit of walking in, giving a quick hi to Cubby um, and... Uh, heading to your to, to your desk, waiting for Roman before you start to get your assignments. So you head in, you start to go through, uh, when suddenly something is off about your routine. Something's changed. The thing that has changed is Cubby is no longer at the front desk. Oh, no. D- where's Cubby? Did he get fired? <laughs> um... <laughs> The other thing you notice is where Cubby would normally be kind of hovering at this desk, there is now just a kind of terminal with a, like a, like a space iPad, (laughs) um, I guess. Uh, And it blares to life and you hear a voice come out of it saying, Hi, I am Sue. I am the new grey assist system for this precinct. Welcome, Jackson and Lily. It's my pleasure to meet you. Uh, It's a pleasure to meet you too, Sue fucking great start to the week this is um and you two start to move past to head to work but sue sue kind of you hear her voice behind you oh sorry uh as part of new security protocols jackson lily even though of course i recognize you too and know that it is you i will be requiring you to sign in and uh the lights around this space i've had blink a few times uh i see is there like a pen or something we need to go up you, I mean, it's a touch screen. I don't, I don't know how out of touch with technology Jackson is, but there is a touch screen input on this, uh, on this space. Let's call it a gray pad, oh. <laughs> just to really rub the analogies on. <laughs> I mean, so Jackson signs in using his name, and then also writes "Bring back Cubby" under <laughs> under his signature. Okay. Yeah, Lily will sign in while being incredibly suspicious about this because she was pretty sure we did not have room in the budget for anything with um, curves. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was true. Uh, I guess while this is happening, Roman, you arrive as well. Might as well. What happened to Cubby? <laughs> right? As part of a routine upgrade, all of our autonomous systems here at the net have been upgraded. I'm Sue. I'm pleased to be helping you sign in and manage security for this precinct. Are you sure you're not confusing the terms upgrade and downgrade? (laughs) I... (sighs) I am sure, yes, Jackson, that is, I'll be honest, a little bit offensive, but, you know, I'll accept it. Jackson, please be polite to Sue. I mean, it's a robot. Like, it's going to be nice to me either way. Uh, I believe that Sue is an AI. Yes, Wait, wait, no, they, we've got an important question here. Where, where did Cubby go? Uh, I am not sure of the answer to that, I'm afraid. Uh, my purview is the desk and security and signing people in and, and all that stuff, Roman. Um, if you'd like, I can maybe find out who the right person to talk to would be. 
Yes, that'd be excellent. Okay, I'll look that up for you. Um, I'm sure you all have a lot of nostalgia for Cubby. <laughs> was that Cubby? Interesting. Uh, Cubby, I, I wasn't aware that that was what uh, it was called, but uh, I'm sure you all have a lot of nostalgia for Cubby, but I am honestly delighted to be here working with you all, and I hope you all uh, can come to recognize me as one of the team in time. I, I hope so too, Sue. Jackson doesn't say anything. I look at her in my sight. I sign my name, and I sign my name as Remember the Cub. <laughs> Remember the Cub, nice. Okay. Is that an expanse reference? Yes. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay. I've good. been watching the season again. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, oh, God. Uh, so, sorry, Lily. Yes. I think we stepped on something you were doing there. Um, yeah, I was looking at her with my sight. Uh, okay, you turn your sight on and you look at... I, I should say again, there's no body here. Um it's yeah. just the grey pad which has been lighting up and, and emitting this voice of Sue. Um, and you see there's like a, a kind of a camera next to it as well that is kind of swiveling around and keeping an eye on the, the entrance area. Um, looking over this area uh, with your sight, you see very, very vaguely, you see a kind of broken silhouette of a person standing behind the desk. Oh, oh I don't, oh, I, I don't like that. That feels very wrong. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So Sue welcomes you in uh, and you head in to the briefing room where you would normally get your, uh, get your assignments for the week. Um, but this time, something slightly different is happening. Uh, oh. Everyone, instead of sitting in their chairs, everyone is crowded around this um, uh, podium where Delaney usually stands and calls people up to give them their manila folders full of coordinates and, and details. Um, next to it, there is a small folding trestle table set up with a number of uh, like little boxes on it. And everyone's kind of crowded around as Delaney is talking to them. And as you walk in, Delaney Garland... Uh, shepherds you over and says, isn't this great? As part of a new initiative, Greytech has started supporting a lot of the uh, government and, and bureaucracy kind of systems um, and has been donating new uh, Comlink devices. And you guys all look down at your old Greylink 7s and then over at the box of what you now realise is a number of Greylink 9s. Um, and you, you all kind of sign your name and get given a, a Greylink 9 as you head to sit down. Um, and around you, the room is chatting about all the cool new features. Uh, I believe we talked about the uh, AI companion feature on the Greylink 9s, as well as the health, the suite of health and fitness tracking systems. Mm -hmm. um, uh, on the box, you can see there's a, a like a, a, a bullet pointed list of all the cool new features that exist on the Greylink 9s um, that you are all given. Uh, and as everyone starts to hurry in and, and is given their graylinks and sits down, uh, Delaney stands up and starts, as usual, calling forward the groups uh, to receive their uh, instructions for the week. Uh, you guys, from habit, you guys know that you have a little bit of time before you're called if you want to make any side comments to each other. I don't want to come across as heartless, but like, we're, I mean, you know, we're all sad that Cubby's gone, but worth it, right? Like, these phones kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It seems mighty sus to me. It, there is a, a decent amount of suspicious things happening, I would say. 
No offense, Sue, if you're listening. Lily, sometimes, like, good things just happen. <laughs> you hear Delaney call out, uh, Valdo, Daniels, Mars, and you three head up. Um, and she gives you, she she hands, as always, she hands this uh, folder to you, Lily. Mm-hmm. And as she's doing so, she makes eye contact with you and says, can you three come and talk to me later today before you head out? Wonderful, Delaney. I was actually planning to ask the same thing, if we could have a chat. So, is, this about, is this about Cubby? Because I'm over it. <laughs> Just come and see me later. Okay. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, you guys uh, collect your manila folder and start kind of looking over the things that you have to do uh, this week. It all seems fairly standard, to be honest. A lot of, like... Visiting a place, checking on a thing. I mean, you know, you know how it always seems. Um, and later, while you're just kind of milling around before you head off, uh, Delaney comes to fetch you. And she says, hi, you three. Can we speak in private, please? And she shepherds you towards her office. Yeah, I suppose we follow. Are we Are we in trouble? She does not respond to the, uh, Were you saying this to her? Or? No, no, I'm whispering that to the others. And I'm also questioning whether we actually got through all of our work last week after our little four-day excursion to... Okay, cool. You did. You still managed to. Um, you got in quite late on Friday evening, but you got through all your work. Cool. Um, she shepherds you into her office, and you three sit in front of her desk. Um, you guys don't go into her office that much, because usually it's a sign of somebody being in trouble. Uh, so you kind of take this moment to look around. It's quite nice. Uh, it's fairly minimalist. There's some books in a small bookshelf over in the corner. Um, there's obviously a, a gray tech computer that's sitting on her desk that she uses to conduct bureaucratic uh, affairs. And sitting behind her um, on a kind of small... I, I would say the one thing that doesn't fit into this kind of minimalist aesthetic is on uh, a a kind of mantle behind her on this small little, um, like, mount, you know, a small little, like, kind of metal uh, structure is a skull that is sitting there. Um, looks like a human skull, kind of above everything. Uh, and she closes the door and kind of shuts the blinds to her office. Um, and you see she actually takes uh, a while to do this and make sure that the, the blinds are fully closed before she sits down and looks at the three of you. So to clarify, there's no decommissioned cubby sitting on any of the surfaces. <laughs> there is not. We can see? No, there isn't. Um, she sits down. <sighs> you three. Um, this is a difficult one to bring up, she says. And then she looks over at her computer and she goes and uh, unplugs it as well. Uh, for, at the power, she she goes, it bends down and unplugs it from the PowerPoint, and then kind of turns back to you. Did you have that turned off already? Because it's it's like really bad for them if you <laughs> don't shut it down first. Uh, it was already turned off. I thought it we would take precautions. Okay. And she looks down at at your the three of your wrists where there is um you still have your old Greylink sevens or have you set up your new Greylink nines yet? I guess uh, no, not yet. Okay, you have your old Greylink 7s then. Yeah, I think we're still in progress at best. It, it takes a while. You know, you got to get all your apps in the right spot again. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I start turning off my Greylink. She, she says, actually, now that we've upgraded them, I can take your old Greylink 7s if you'd prefer um, and dispose of them. 
Uh, is there an option to keep it? Uh, why don't you let me hold on to it for now, and if you want it back afterwards, we can do that. But I'm sure you'll be very happy with your Greylink 9s. Uh, I'm going to also turn on my site. Um, okay, you turn on your site. Um, so here's what you see. Uh, one, you've you've kind of known this for a while. Delaney is a practitioner. Um, mm-hmm. You haven't actually ever spoken to her about practice-related things because you generally try and keep that on the deal, but you clearly know that she is. Um, you also see there is a lot of energy around this skull that is mounted on the wall behind her. Yeah. Uh, something's clearly up with it. Um, you don't see anything off about your Greylink 7s or anything kind of special about them. Is there anything else you're specifically looking for? Um, also the Greylink 9s? Uh, nothing seems off about them yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, we'll get to it, but yes. Um, <clears throat> wait, did we know that Delaney was a practitioner before this? Yes, you did. Okay. Or, or I, definitely Jackson and Lily did. Roman, this might be news to you. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, is there, are there any like di- direct connections from the outside in, like as if someone's trying to listen in? Uh, no. And actually you note that your connections that would be going from inside out also seem to be getting stunted at the uh, entry to Delaney's office. Cool. That's what I kind of assumed was happening when she was doing that, but good to have it confirmed. I would like to take your Greylink 7s so that we can replace them. Uh, yeah, Lily takes off her Greylink 7 and hands it over. Um, I just, I actually have a friend who might, like, get a kick out of this, and I haven't finished transferring all my data over, so, like... Okay, if you'd like, I can... Well, actually, that might be a problem. These are... Um issued by the net and so there may be some security issues with having giving them over to civilians why don't i hold on to it for now and if it's cleared we can uh we can resolve that later i can give it back to you afterwards is that okay okay yeah sure perfect roman yeah i had mine over um and she puts them in a small uh in a small like tray and uh, takes them outside. And you see, she just puts them on like a a pedestal outside of her office before she comes back in and closes the door. Okay. So now that that's out of the way, I think we should talk about your latest report. Yeah. And uh, I assume that it uh, relates to what's happening here. I, as far as I can tell, that is not the case. This upgrade has been planned for a little while. Um, so unless there's some prediction going on, I think, or something greater going on, it seems unlikely that the upgrade of the uh, this office is anything more than a interestingly timed coincidence. I So obviously there were some interesting things in the latest report. I should tell you first, I've taken the precaution of pulling it, amending it, and replacing it uh, to exclude things that mention... Uh, Gray, Gabriel Gray. I thought that was possibly a good precaution. Um, it seems like something's going on. I, I'm sure you three have taken note of this as well. Something suspicious is happening here, right? Absolutely so, yes. Do you have any thoughts about what that might be? Oh, God, that's such a cruel thing to drop on your players, Ruben. How could you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it seems like Gray was up to something with the uh, the cowboy people at Clearwater, um, but we 
I don't know what it could be. Like At the moment, I'm surmising that ZKL is using them as a kind of power source. But mm. why Grey was involved and they left Baxter there, I have no idea. Like, whether this goes deeper than just, like, capitalist bullshit to sell phones, we don't know. Roman, do you have any thoughts? No. I just look at Lily for guidance. Okay. Um, so, yes, I, I think something strange is definitely going on. I don't exactly know what, and I don't know whether it's our place to do anything about it. I, I wanted to take the precaution... Since a lot of our systems are heavily integrated with Gray uh, Business Suite, I wanted to take the precaution of removing mentions of of him to your report. Although I should note that that report was still in the system for a time before I amended it, so we're not fully out of the woods there. Um, I think I would encourage you all to go on about your jobs as normal until we figure out what we should do here. Yeah. Part of that, I think, is... I'm sure you're all reluctant to be using your new Greylink 9s at the moment. I would say in an effort to keep, to make sure everything seems normal to a casual outside observer, I suspect it's necessary for you to use them. Be cautious about what information you put on them, though, I would say. Of course. Uh, We may perhaps have to primarily share some reports uh, in a format such as this. Yes. Um, She reaches over and opens a drawer and pulls out a brochure. Uh, So I'm not sure if this would have been in your standard, uh, you know, orientation packs, but I think it's worth uh, reminding you of some of the common tips and tricks that you might want to use. And you look down at this brochure and it's got a picture of a, um, a computer with a face on it, like an old school CRT computer with a face on it. And it's got like a, uh, a temperature coming out of a thermometer coming out of its mouth um and the heading on it says data security and privacy <laughs> the do's and don'ts <laughs> and she hands this pamphlet to each of you and says we had some problems with people using their personal devices for business and, and vice versa so we made this pamphlet up and i thought it might be useful for the three of you at this time cool of course man yeah. thank you good luck with your missions this week thank you cheers also do you know where Kabi went? Uh, I think it's just in storage somewhere at the at the precinct. Okay. I mean, it's it'll be in. I'm sure. I mean, it's been decommissioned, so either in the trash or in the storage somewhere. In the trash? Possibly. I mean, I don't. You guys know that I don't like do janitorial stuff around here and things like that, right? Sorry, of course, of course. It's okay. We'll go find the the janitor and sort this out with them then. Okay. And she kind of looks at each of you in the eyes before you leave and says, okay, good luck this week. Thank you, ma'am. All right. And she opens the door for you and you all head out, uh, picking up your new Greylink 9s uh, along the way. And you see her as you leave, take this tub, which had your Greylink 7s and carry it into her office and kind of put it off to the side. Um, You guys off to do your missions for the week? Anything else you want to do before you head out? Where's this janitor at? (laughs) Yeah, I am not going to lie. My B-plot for this is to get copies so they can live on our ship. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I, okay, so I guess you guys are going to head 
to, well, I'm going to say, let's have all of you roll connections to see if you are friendly enough to have met the janitorial staff around the uh, outreach net. I feel like, I feel like <laughs> Lily might have because she does like, you know, take pride in that kind of thing, but okay. give it a roll as well. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Cool. I got a minus one. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. Uh, I got a four. <laughs> okay. Uh, then Lily, I think you have met the custodial staff. Uh, <laughs> Roman and Jackson, you have never bothered to take notice of them, <laughs> I guess. Um, you have met the uh, worst. Yes, Lily, you've you've met the custodial staff a few times. Um, you've had interactions with uh, uh, Michelle, who is a cleaner. Um, sorry, I should clarify because this is an audio format that is spelt like French Michael. You know, it's a it's a man. Um, but you've had some interactions. Oh, Gilmore with him. Girls. <laughs> sure, Gilmore Girls. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure there's a character on that name to Michelle. Um, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you've had some interactions with him before, um, but you haven't seen him around today yet. Oh, no, he's been fired. Oh, why is that your first assumption, both of you? (laughs) I'm just paranoid like this. Um, I grab him, like, I grab, like, a coffee, you know, like, of his favourite sort um, Mm -hmm. from the, you know, canteen area, and I head off Mm -hmm. to find him. Okay. Um, You poke around trying to find... Uh, Michelle, but you, um, what time is it? No, okay, I think you'll find him. Uh, you do find him. You find him, he's cleaning out one of the, uh, uh like, uh, holding rooms that, that rarely get used. Um, you know, there's, like, one or two holding rooms here that are almost never used because there are, like, zero times when you actively find prisoners that you bring back <laughs> from these journeys. Uh, but... He is kind of just checking in on them, dusting them, making sure that they're like up to snuff um, when you find him. Um, yeah, so I'll uh, I'll I'll say like, "Good morning, Michelle," um, and I walk up and Good I morning. hand him the coffee. Uh, thank you. And I and I do like the you know the very European like kiss on both cheeks kind of greeting thing. He leans in and kisses both cheeks as well. Um, <laughs> sure, why not? I know. Is that what he says? <laughs> no, that's what I am thinking. As, as okay. Um, Michelle, uh, do you remember the uh, the sign-in robot from the front desk? Um, uh, could be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you do you happen to know where he's ended up? Because um, we were thinking he's, you know, he, he's a good. Look, honestly, we really like him. Um, and it would be a shame to have him waste away, you know, uh, in the trash, essentially, when uh, he could be, you know, fixed up and uh, brought along. Uh, yes, he is in the uh, garbage. <laughs> we... <laughs> I'm just going to drop this accent now. I, I hate it. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, he's in the uh, garbage. Yes. Uh, I cleaned up. Um, I-, I took him out when he was decommissioned. Ah. <sighs> Do you reckon you could uh, give us a quick hand finding him? I'd owe I, you a favour. I can. Uh, yes. Look, let me tell you what I'll do, Lily. Um, so the garbage has just been taken out two days ago, so it won't be taken for another uh, nine days. Uh, and it, we keep it locked up. But what I'll do is uh, 
Sorry, our garbage you... gets taken out on an 11-day cycle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is standard. Oh, yeah. That is the okay. standard cycle. Is it okay. not? Oh. Um, I'm honestly not familiar, but it's weird. Well, you did. Was it you who went to college to study janitorial sciences? <laughs> no, I think shit. not. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Okay, we're, we're um, cool. We're cool. What I will do is, when are you expected to return? Uh, you are going to head out on your your missions for this week. Uh, yes, we are. We're heading out uh, later today. Yeah. What I will do is, I will make sure that uh, Friday evening, when you return, that the garbage area is unlocked and you can head in and and. Uh, find Kubi. Ah, magnifique. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, is there anything else I can help you with, Lily? No, no, no. Uh, that's more than enough. Thank you so much, Michelle. You're most welcome. And he leans in and does the th- triple cheek kiss again Yeah. Uh, before you head off. <laughs> um, one thing I did want to look up that I forgot for a moment there and now I've remembered. Um, in session one, when we went and found the ship with all the space pandas. Um, yes. Was the ship curvy, and was there any note of like <laughs> gray stuff on there? Um, well, I guess let's roll a knowledge check, Lily, shall we? Okay. Remembering that we did keep all of the uh, yes information, yeah. Yes. Why don't I'll give you a plus two to it as a result? Hell yeah! Let's see how we go. Okay. Well, that's um uh, five. Uh, so that's good enough. For you to know that the answer is there was some gray tech stuff, but most of it seemed like the standard issue kind of thing. Um, the ship did have curves. It was curvy since you asked that question specifically, okay. but because it was delivering like organic high end wood uh, for, for, you know, expensive carpentry, that that's probably just a luxury that they took to make themselves seem very like high end, you know? Yeah. So they are. Um, yeah. You don't get the sense that there was any additional grey tech stuff out of place there that you remember or that you think of. They could license the ability to have curves. Yes, the they could afford to license curves. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anything else that we're doing while we're at the net? No, I don't think so. Nothing from me. All right, uh, you guys head out then. Um, you head to your. Uh, list of places you've got a list of seven sets of coordinates and a brief explanation for what's meant to be at each of them and you kind of start checking them off um and for the first time in a while this passes without any kind of incident you guys head out you uh head to a place there's nothing you head to another place there's nothing there everything at the third place has already been cataloged everything in the fourth place has already been cataloged um and by this point it's been like two or three days uh, as you're checking off places on the list have have i had any more dreams uh no no further i mean you have had some dreams but none that feel significant okay none that were described to you by the gm <laughs> let's say <laughs> um you lily you have a dream you're some form of sentient ice cream sandwich oh awesome and there's this giant mouth It is slowly (laughs) working its way towards you. And just as it's about to eat you, you wake up and you're confused by what Athena is trying to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Lily notes Um, it down in her dream diary. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, you guys have this opportunity as you're kind of checking out these mundane places to discuss what you, what you want to be doing. Um, Nothing much is happening. You 
have been given specifically the instruction by Delaney to, at some point on this trip, power up your uh, Greylink 9s and set them up. Um, instead of doing that <laughs> straight away, Lily is going to be spending some time with her sight on, um, just kind of like staring at herself in the mirror and like looking at the other two and just kind of searching for that fog that we saw. She's just like a little okay. bit paranoid that like that's what's happened. Okay, roll a uh, practice roll for me. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, plus one. Uh, you don't notice any signs of anything out of the ordinary between you, Roman, and Jackson. Okay. Um, yeah, she's probably going to do that for about the whole trip. And then if it hasn't happened again by like the next time she does a trip, she's going to like wean off doing it basically. Okay, cool. Um, so basically, like, you know, twice a day, you'll you'll take a half an hour to just carefully search yourself and Jackson and Roman. Yeah. Okay, cool. Roman, Jackson, you two up to anything while you have all this time to kill? Um, I set a photo of Cubby as my wallpaper on my Greylink now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so you've But I don't think I've up. actually got a photo of Cubby. So I think I just find a photo of another AI bot that looks similar. <laughs> Cubby is basically just a cube with LED screens. So um, you find, I mean, that's, I think you can find just a picture a cube. of that. <laughs> Well, that's what he looks like, let's say. And you kind of Photoshop a smiley face onto it. Um, but yes, otherwise I've set up my Greylink 9 completely. while following the security guidelines handed to us. Um, let's act that out because as you set it up, one of the first things that happens is you select a language presuming you select space English, um, it, it automatically te- detects a time zone and confirms that this is the correct time zone. And then the third question that it asks you, Roman, is what's my name? What's your name? What is my name? Uh, I look over to Lillian Jackson. I'm like, did you guys get this question on your nine as well? I haven't set mine up yet. Yeah, Jackson like, is trying to set his up. Um, because, you know, he sauces years of Greylink stuff. He He's mad keen on, like, tech. Like, you know, he's a collector. Uh, mm-hmm. And he, he's mad keen on this. But he's also shit with technology. So, <laughs> like, he just keeps getting stuck with bits. And, and Roman's probably actually been having to, to help him a little bit. <laughs> so, how do I pick my language? I don't understand. Um, yeah. Uh, the, he doesn't get, like, touch screens. Like, you know, I like, just, yeah, real boomer tech sort of where's the mouse how do i click have you done that thing where you pick the wrong language and then you can't go back (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah you've uh you've sorry yeah i I had to get marlon's help to translate um so yeah you you i guess also get up to this screen then jackson uh a little bit after roman roman is kind of stumped by this and and sees if you get up to the same thing and you do um jackson you're Greylink9 also asks, what is my name? Uh, I think Lily will be watching this with sight on, by the way, because she's mm-hmm. pretty pretty sushi, pretty suspicious. Yes. Well, we can't both call them Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Pentagon. Pentagon. I like it. And you see uh, your Greylink9 kind of starts to... Uh, Continues to process, um, and it says, And you are... My name is Roman. Roman, nice to meet you. I'm Pentagon. 
I'll take care of the rest of the setup unless you have any specific preferences that you want. Um, I look forward to working with you. I guess I look forward to working with you too. Well, thanks, Roman. Uh, and you see kind of systems continue to set themselves up on this thing. Oh, wait, Pentagon, I had a question. Uh, you see a loading bar stop? Yes, Roman. What's my current heartbeat? Have you, are you wearing it on your wrist? <laughs> yeah, isn't that where I said Well, sure, I was just kind of checking, I guess. Give me a moment to measure. And just give me a moment to Google standard <laughs> heartbeats. <laughs> <laughs> what is the normal heart rate? What is the heart uh, rate? It depends on your age. It's beats per minute. Yeah, okay. Uh, Around like 80, 70. Your heart rate, Roman, is 82 beats per minute. Seems within standard limits to me. Oh, good. I'm happy you know what standard limits are. And then I point at, I, I look at Lily and Jackson, I point at the watch and I mouth, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lily, you are looking at this as Roman yes. has set it up. And you see with the site some... Uh, kind of awareness starts to flare within it as it is set up, um, and it it seems to be exhibiting some forms of being aware. Okay, uh, Jackson. Mm. Oh, I've got to come up with a name on the spot now. Um... Sorry, pleasure to meet you. My name is. You can be Jackson Junior. Jackson Junior, I like it. And you are Jackson Senior. Jackson Senior. Okay, perfect. Well, Jackson Senior, I look forward to working with you. And I, you. Uh, oh, a uh, question, um, Ruben. When you said awareness, was that aware with a capital A? Uh, no, a lowercase okay. A. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, yes, a lowercase a. These, the profile, the kind of like... Uh, Aura's profile of these things seems to mirror most closely innocence that you would see out in the world. Jackson Jr., I like it. Well, I'll take care of setting up the rest of these systems. Uh, oh, Pentagon! Hey! And Pentagon says, Oh, Jackson Jr., hey, nice to uh, meet you. Oh, you too. And they kind of have a bit of a back-and-forth conversation as they're setting things up, uh, respectively. I mean, uh, Jackson takes his off while that's... Like, he doesn't want that shit like going on you know that sounds that sounds really annoying if they're just chatting while he's like going about his business fair enough so don't we just take both hours off and just sort of like put them in a corner of the room together so they can chat amongst themselves they, they seem kind of anthropomorphized so he feels bad just muting it so he just takes it off <laughs> and like leaves it there oh my apologies i can we can catch up later if you'd if you have other tasks for me jackson senior Oh, no, it's fine. You, you, you do what you got to do. Lily, you have still not set yours up, I'm assuming. Um, yeah. So after that's all done, um, and she's just kind of like watching all of the awareness like taking place mm -hmm. um, through the site, she's going to um, go and like sit and pray and like hope for some divine inspiration um, because Lily would like to imbue her AI with some, like, qualities of Athena. Interesting. Um, okay, let's make a practice roll. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, plus two. You pray. You don't yet get a sense, without actually having woken up your grey link, you don't get the sense of whether it's done anything or not. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. So at the moment, she's just going to be like praying and kind of hoping for divine inspiration a bit. Um, mm-hmm. But she has an idea of how to more solidly set that up come okay. Friday morning, which is when she's going to set hers up. <laughs> cool. Um, so you guys continue going on with all your missions. Uh, and it's about Thursday afternoon. You have two left. And you're just about to arrive at the... Actually, no, you've just finished the penultimate one. You have one left, which is right close to Kenos, so it's kind of on your way back home. Um, You're actually, of all of them, this is the one that is closest to the unknown. It's like maybe a week away from falling into the unknown based on uh, measurements. Um, So you're a bit nervous as you check it out, but there seems to be nothing there, and so you start to head back to Kenos. Um, Oh, sorry, back to your your next uh, thing, which is quite near to Kenos. Uh, mm-hmm. On your way back, you pick up a ship. Uh, who's flying? Is Roman flying right now? Mm-hmm. Roman, you pick up a ship on the kind of uh, radar of the NTBC. Oh, I say beep, 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 beep. And then I point at the screen. I say, hey, Lily Jackson, there's a beep, beep ship on the screen. Oh, wh- Can I tell what kind of ship it is? Can I do like a more detailed scan? Uh, a, a what? Sorry. <laughs> a more detailed scan. Oh, a more detailed scan. Uh, yes, you can. Um, you can also attempt to hail it if you would like to. Jackson was just going to comment that they almost made it through the week without <laughs> any bullshit. Indeed. Um, do you want to hail it, Lily? Uh, sure. Um, so yeah, uh, Lily's going to jump on the broadcast thingy um, and just send out a hail of like, um, like greetings, unknown ship. Uh, warning you that you are near the possible borders of the unknown. Um, please uh, respond if you need assistance with anything. It's worth, I think, touching on a question that may have been plaguing listeners up until this point, which is the question of how do you reconcile the fact that there are not everyone is a practitioner in this world with the fact that there's a giant memory leaking uh, thing, um, which seems very suspicious. Um, to non-practitioners, the cover story for the unknown is that there is a kind of expanding amount of, uh, of, of dangerous radiation that is kind of growing from some unknown source, um, which is the reason that people have to continuously be moving away from it. But the, the explanation of things being forgotten is not known to the general public. Uh, and in fact, it, it, it is definitely magical in origin and so practitioners are, are kind of resp- have tasked themselves with being responsible for kind of managing and fighting it while keeping it generally away from the eyes of uh, the innocent it's probably quantum stuff exactly so i i point that out <laughs> lily just because uh you the unknown isn't referred to as such outside oh. of practitioner circles um, so i'll let you we can take a step back and you can redo that hell if you'd like um Oh no, I, I look at her and I was like, sorry, you were muted. You're going to have to do that again. <laughs> and I do like a three, two, one, and point at her. Uh, uh, greetings, unknown ship. Um, you seem to be quite close to the uh, danger zone. Oh, I hate it that I used that, but that's okay. Um, to, to the zone of danger, please respond if you need any assistance. Uh, it does not respond. Uh, there is no response. Um, you note that there is actually no change at all in the ship. It is still uh, flying very solidly, not towards you, kind of past you, straight into the unknown. Um, 
Like, it, are there like automatic, like, you know, pings or? Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Do I have any way of like tractor beaming it? Uh, no. You could theoretically. I mean, both your ships are moving at a solid pace. It's not <laughs> yet at the point where you couldn't like crash into it. I guess if you wanted to, um, but it would with both your ships moving at pace, it would be very hard to do any kind of more complicated maneuvers than that, uh, unless it actively allows itself to be kind of boarded or docked. Um, Roman, do you want to take us closer in? Yep. Perhaps to like visual range. Yep. Uh, fly closer. Can I give it like a wiggle so that I kind of get into its like what I assume would be its vision window or something? Yeah. Uh, you kind of start making pace with it, uh, keeping pace with it, and get into its visual range, and you can see it. Um, I'm just going to stop for a second. Jackson, are you on the, the main deck watching with everybody else? Yeah, I think Jackson's come up for this. Okay, cool. Um, you all see it, and it is a real clunker of a ship. Um, it looks like it's about 20 years old and only maintained through very irregular kind of loose maintenance. You can see there's like parts that have clearly been welded on that don't belong in the ship and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Um, it is a, a bucket of bolts. Okay. Uh, and we're still not getting like any response. No response. Well then I think this is Jackson's time to pop out and just be like, well, um, I mean, that's probably just a, a pile of junk. I, you know, what's, should we just get back to work? Can I ask a question? Are you guys still transmitting? Is this audio of Jackson heard in the other ship or not? <laughs> I, I think probably not. Yeah, I would have turned okay. it off after Lily's cool. Um, Perhaps it's Roman... It's scary that that might have been relevant. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Roman, could you perhaps try and now? Obviously, I don't really know your uh, area of expertise, but could you? I don't know. Maybe try and transmit something to them so we can get some information on what's happening there. If there are any life signs, anything like that. Okay, so I do. I tap away at the screens to try and do some kind of like, so I'm guessing I'm looking for cargo, life signs, signs of damage from its mm -hmm. like emissions, stuff like that. You uh, use your, your ship's onboard scans and maybe push a little bit of power experimentally into it to try and like juice it up and, and get better readings. Um, there's no cargo. The ship is, uh, the ship, uh, the type of ship is is one from about 20 years ago, a fairly standard, like, civilian-class ship. Um, no curves, if that question was about to be asked, Lily. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, there is one life sign on board the ship, uh, standing at what you can sense or tell is the controls. Okay. We can't teleport, right? No. I mean, I don't think how, so. How okay. close are we? Uh, fairly close. You can see the ship from where you are, but you're not, like, right next to it or anything. I'm going to, like, turn my side on and see if there's, like, for example, a, blind, a blinding light coming from, you know, the cockpit-ish. There is not. Um, with your sight, you... Uh, what can you see? I mean, I guess it's hard for you to tell. There's no blinding light. You definitely sense that there is a person there. Um, 
you can you I guess you're too close away to to get, pick out any finer details with your sight um, but you can see this kind of loose aura permeating through almost like <laughs> uh, permeating kind of through the the hulls of this ship to your sight um, maybe if you were closer, you could sense more about it. How far are we from the unknown? Seven, uh, maybe like seven days. This ship is going at a solid speed towards it, so maybe like six or five, depending on its speed, but normal travel about a week. Okay. Can I maneuver closer to it? Like I'm talking like 50 metres kind of thing? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, you pull right up next to it. Um, Lily, closer to this, you can make out, let's say you can make out some more details. Actually, you can... You can't quite see the person, but you can see enough of the kind of magical auras around them. You can put together a bit of a profile on them. Mm-hmm. From what you can tell, uh, you let's roll a practice roll, actually, and see how well this goes. Okay. Um, I was just thinking that she would... I think she's taking this one pretty seriously because it seems overly suspicious. Um mm-hmm. And there is a great amount of information at hand. Um, Mm -hmm. So she's going to, she's going to close her eyes and sit down and like offer up a a quick silent prayer and then say, um, to Athena, I offer my eyesight for the next three days. Uh, So to Athena, I offer my eyesight for the next three days in exchange for assistance in learning more. In, in seeing with a capital S, better, gooder mm-hmm. Good working on your words. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so her idea is that, well, yeah, yeah, she's basically offering up her sight, small s, for a couple of days in exchange for a bit of a boost in the, in the now. Okay. Um, <laughs> things go a little dark for a moment, Lily. Um, your mm-hmm. eyesight becomes cloudy, and then without you turning it on or off, it comes back with your sight on. And uh, you can see, now that you're closer to the ship and your Athena is kind of looking through you, you can see more of this, of the person standing at the ship. Um, almost like you're, you're, it's almost like you're seeing them from like different camera angles actually like you have you somehow are getting an angle to inside of the cockpit even though there's no line for you to actually see that um and looking at in the inside of the cockpit with your sight you see uh a man and you can get a kind of profile of them uh with the sight they're not innocent definitely but it's hard for you to tell whether they are aware or they used to be a practitioner in the past and have kind of stopped practicing recently uh, and there's one other thing that you notice which is a connection coming from this person <laughs> going out of the wall across into your ship yeah straight to jackson indeed this episode of pace was produced from the donations of the doof media community for more go to doofmedia.com Thanks everybody for donating to make this show possible. Also thanks to our players, Elliot, Kippos, and Linus. And of course, Pace is based on the Otherverse setting created by Wabo. Support him at patreon.com forward slash Wabo.